This is Health Dose, a conversational podcast surrounding issues concerning your health. I'm Jerry O'Donnell, and today we're talking about an issue that affects all of us regardless of our age, regardless of our ethnicity, or our skin tone. We're talking about the proper use of sunscreens. Karen Yannick is a nurse practitioner who specializes in plastic and reconstructive surgery. Health Dose asked Karen, what exactly does sunscreen do? The main thing that it does, it protects you against UVA and UVB rays. What's important to a lot of people is anti-aging and looking younger. So that is the biggest bang for the buck when you are talking about anti-aging. It will protect you from those rays and damaging the skin. But the most important reason to wear sunscreen is it is a carcinogen and you want to prevent skin cancer. The sun is a carcinogen. The sun is a carcinogen. We didn't always concern ourselves with sunscreen. Why is it the last few decades we've become obsessed with using sunscreen when our forebears never used it? It's just through research and our knowledge. Once you know better, you do better. Mm-hmm. With dermatologists and plastic surgeons, the prevalence of skin cancer was on the rise. So you do these studies and we know absolutely it has proven study and study again that sunscreen does prevent skin cancers. The earlier detection, the better the treatment. How do I know what sunscreen is right for me? Do I want the spray on? Do I want to put it on with my hands? What number should I look for? It can be overwhelming when you're in the drugstore. There's aisles and aisles of sunscreen. But the main guidelines that you want to look for, you want to use an SPF that is 30 or above. It is really a personal preference if you want to use a mineral sunscreen versus a chemical sunscreen. It's recommended if somebody is really sensitive to products or lotions, things like that, they may do a lot better with a mineral sunscreen. Basically, for the guidelines is SPF 30 or above, and it is so important to remember you must reapply it every two hours to be fully effective. Regardless of whether it's waterproof. Correct. So if you are out and you're sweating and you're in the water, as soon as you do get out of the water, you should be reapplying that sunscreen. Who needs sunscreen? Are there some of us that need more sunscreen or need sunscreen more than others? Everybody needs sunscreen. For infants six months and younger, actually staying out of the sun is mostly recommended. For children six months or above, everybody should be wearing sunscreen. It doesn't matter what skin type, what color skin, what ethnicity, everybody is at risk for skin cancer. You're talking babies under six months old completely out of the sun. Completely out of the sun, under an umbrella, the specialized clothing to protect them, sunglasses, hats, they should be completely out of the sun. So in addition to sunscreen, we probably ought to be wearing sunglasses and hats as a regular rule. Correct. So it is so important when you're using SPF 30, you are being protected 97% of those UV rays. So it does leave you still at some risk to be out in the sun. So it's extremely important, big broad rim hat. Make sure it's occlusive. So the straw hats, we still can get some sunlight through there. So make sure those hats have a lining. Some people think a baseball hat is okay. It will definitely have the brim for the front of your face, but it won't cover your ears and your neck. And it's also really important to have some sunglasses and even lip balm with an SPF 30 or above. 
That's important to keep in mind. Are there different products that we should be using for different parts of our body? I mean, is the same product that I use on my arms and my shoulders the same product I would use on my scalp? It's actually a lot of preference. So if somebody, their personal preference is to use an aerosol, but maybe they would want to use something different on their face just for the fumes and breathing in that inhalant. Children, it's really wonderful now that they make the sunscreen into the sticks. Kids can put it on themselves, really get around their eyes. We can take a cream and quickly put it into somebody's scalp. It is a pure personal preference. And I wouldn't have even thought about the lip balm, but that's one part where you definitely don't want that icky tasting stuff near your mouth. Correct. And they make a lot of lip balms that have sun protection in it. So when you're reading the labels, just make sure they're SPF 30 or above. And you would also want to reapply that lip balm every two hours. Are there some parts of our body that are more susceptible to to sun damage than others? No. I mean, the majority of the skin cancers that we see, it is definitely on the parts that are exposed to your body. But every part of your body is fair game. Right. I, I was thinking like ears and neck and face. And that may be because we're wearing hats that don't cover our ears and our face and our necks. And a lot of people, when they are applying sunscreen, they do forget about the tips of their ears. Mm -hmm. So that is an important area not to forget. Are there some activities that we engage in that make us more susceptible to sun exposure than others? Yes, that's a great question. So anytime you are on the slopes and skiing, a lot of people don't put the combination of sunscreen and winter together. But when you're on the slopes with the snow, you're going to get more of a reflection off the snow, which actually puts you more at risk for that UV damage. Mm -hmm. Also with the water, if you're a boater and you're out on that boat, just knowing that reflection from the water is going to put you more at risk Mm -hmm. or if you're swimming. So when we say sunscreen all year round, it's truly because the sun is out all year round Mm -hmm. and water and snow will make that worse risk. I know I watch baseball for a living and watching baseball with the windows open with big windows in front of me, I get sunburned indoors. That is correct. So we have a fancy camera in our office that will kind of do a skin analysis. And it's interesting with this camera, how much damage that we see on every, the left side is worse than the right side. Uh, Trucker tan. Trucker tan. (laughs) So with the UVB, you are protected with through the window, but the UVA rays, that is where you are not protected through there. So when I tell people about SPF 30 and above, reapply every two hours, it is add it to your morning routine, put that sunscreen on before you leave the home. You know you're going to get the rays driving. You're going to be exposed when you don't expect it. You run out to get the mail for five minutes, but you see the mailman and you have a 20-minute conversation. Mm -hmm. So just getting into that routine when you're running errands, you're going to get those rays through the car. I guess I didn't think about UVA and UVB rays acting differently. Yes. We've known that the UVB, actually those rays cause the sunburn. So it's giving you an alert that you are getting these rays and it's a risk. The UVA rays, they don't cause the sunburn. What they do cause is more aging. So that is where you get the deep wrinkles, the aging process, the brown spots, things like that. Mm -hmm. And UVA can actually work with the UVB in order to make you higher risk for skin cancer. Tell me again, what, what is the SPF number all about and how do I use it when I'm choosing my product? 
So what you want to look for is the SPF 30. Some people think, well, if I do an SPF 15, if I go to a SPF 30, that will double my coverage. And that's actually incorrect information. So SPF 15 will cover 93% of the UV rays while you're in the sun, whereas SPF 30 will cover 97%. You only get four more for doubling your SPF. Four more. And some people are like, is that really worth the risk? But if the guidelines are saying SPF 30, the reason being you're going to get that 97% coverage. But if you are very, very fair skinned and have that very pale skin that you're at high risk for a sunburn, I think that 97% risk or 97%, yes, is definitely worth it. And that's where the recommendations come in at the SPF 30 and not the 15. What kind of protection do I get from the clothing that I wear? You actually get really great protection from the clothing. So it's UPF, which is ultraviolet protection factor clothing. That actually is numbered. So if you have an UPF 50 versus a UPF 60, the 60 will actually give you better coverage for the clothes. Mm -hmm. So as high numbers you can find, that's the clothing that you want to use. And am I looking for specialized clothing or is it all clothing has some kind of UPF rating? It will actually be labeled as UPF. You can find it pretty much anywhere at this point. Mm -hmm. They're becoming ultra popular, especially with the infants and the children. You can find swimsuits with this UPF. You can find hats with this. And it's great because you could put this clothing on and if it's a UPF higher number, you would not need to apply sunscreen underneath that. That's nurse practitioner Karen Yannick. To learn more about MidMichigan Health's cosmetic and plastic surgery offerings, go to midmichigan.org slash cosmetic surgery. As always, if you have health concerns, consult your primary care provider. If you need help finding a primary care provider, go to midmichigan.org slash doctors. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Check back again soon for another edition of Health Dose.